everybody. We have arrived. We are, are on and live and missing today, Malvina, and we are missing our friend Peter for the next few months while he is sabbaticaling. Um, I just verbed it and uh, made it an official verb, uh, but uh, he's on his sabbatical and, and getting some rest and um, Malvina's taking some rest today. And so, Mark, it's just me and you, buddy. I absolutely dynamic duo, right? That's right. It's right. We were talking about being God's anointed earlier, so just at least for an hour. <laughs> I, 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 I could be I could be self-defacing and say it's fat man and Robin. <laughs> you could, uh, but we wouldn't do that, would we? We, we wouldn't do that, no. Awesome. Well, it, is, it is so good to be here. And Dave Champion, hello. Good to have you on. Uh, Dave, um, it is absolutely gorgeous in the Northwest here. It's like 85 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. 85. I just throw that on there for you, Mark. And then, uh, just blue skies. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we are loving life up here. And of course, yeah, school well, got out and, uh, with school out, it's like, I'm trying to keep all the going. kids get to go play. I know you, you've got a hoodie on the whole keep... nine yards, man. Oh, yeah. It's so. like, oh, and I'm still, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. anyway. But um, we, we say hello, Abraham, know. as well. Yeah. Um, so, um, Chris, you know, one of the things that um, I want to dive right into is um, you know, something I've just been thinking about. You know, something that we've we can talk talk about, but I I think one of the one of the the sound messages um, of what we what we teach, what we talk about is mm -hmm. is being is being whole. You know, is yes. understanding the whole person. Um, mm. And when we read right in the very beginning in Genesis, where God says that. Uh, he made us in his image mm -hmm. um, that we know that um, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is one God, but they exist mm -hmm. in, you know, three. And, and and I think that, you know, we're never going to fully understand that, and nor should we, because if we if we do understand fully, then we become God. You know, so it's like, but we're made in that image. We're made in mm -hmm. that, and so it's going to be always yeah. important to go back and to understand how I'm how I'm made, and 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 so we know that mm -hmm. the spirit describes as a spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, and I've just been reflecting upon again. You know, the 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 realm of the. In the, in the realm of the spirit, that's where we are going to we connect with the spirit realm. You know, we we operate within that realm because that's first of all we we're spiritual beings. We we yeah. that's what we've always existed, and and we are physical physical beings, and and so we connect with that physical realm that that is is there, and then we have this area of the soul. You know, and what we're not we do what we're not separating these, though we're describing the the function and the soul um, is is designed by God to be this bridge between the physical realm and the spiritual realm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yep. I, I was I was just thinking about the language of each of these areas, and I think that's why 
um, we know that in the physical realm, it's very factual. It's very much about facts. It's about this exists, this takes place, you know, this is take place, and it's factual. You can, mm-hmm. you can, you can take hold of. You can take hold of these. You can. They're almost. They're describable. They add up all of those sorts of things. They're facts. But in the realm of the spirit, we're dealing with truth. Yeah. Um, because yeah. Jesus, Jesus yeah. said, "I am the way, the truth." So what we're dealing with is is, and that's that's the that's often the difficulty because people think that the facts are the truth. You know that because these facts yeah. exist, then they are the conclusion. That's the end. That's the destination. Whereas the facts, which are discernible in that in that physical realm, are are, are not the definition of faith. Faith is whether you're going to believe the truth. That is what what does the spirit have to say? What is the spiritual realm? What does God, what does heaven have to say about these facts? Yeah. And that's why that's why the scripture says that without faith it's impossible to please God. Not that we're trying to please him to get uh acceptance. That's not the case. That's it's not pleasing yeah. to get acceptance. It's pleasing to be able to begin to further partner with who God is. Because I I think I, I mean, I'm more and more aware that every single thing is about partnership. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. You know, yeah. Yeah. because every single thing out of an orphan spirit is about independence. It's about it's about doing my own thing, and yeah. sonship is about doing it with the father. You know, the, yeah. the prodigal son comes to his senses, and he comes <laughs> back, and he yeah. reengages with the father. And comes into a new partnership. The father accepts, puts robes on, ring, gives him all the authority that is that is there. What 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 is who is then separated is the older brother who's right. offended and steps into that offence. So yeah. it's always about partnership. It's always about how I work with God and how God <laughs> yep. works with me, and yep. that's always going to be the 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 issue. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is interesting. The facts. There's a handful of things to unpack there, and I think that um, we are in a fact-driven world right now. Uh, truth has yeah. gone to the wayside, so any fact that we choose to believe now becomes truth, right? So we have a fact. I feel this way. It's a fact. I feel this way. Therefore, it's who mm-hmm. I am, which is not true, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not true. So you know, we live in a in a world of twisting facts to equal truth. Right. So mm-hmm. we don't have I remember in the 2016 election when everyone says, well, I have alternative facts, you know, was a big saying and during the election that year. And, and I think uh, I think that that the ability to discern the difference is really a spiritual issue. Right. To discern what is facts and what is truth. It's a spiritual issue. It's not just a, a knowledge or a head issue. Um, because, you know, Jesus says he's looking for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And he directly mm-hmm. correlates and ties those things together. Right. So our facts um, have to bow to the truth. Right. Of, of who God is. And and it really gets interesting when we talk about the spirit, <clears throat> the soul and the body and these three layers coming together. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're one. We're one person, but we're also in three parts. You know, First Thessalonians mm-hmm. 523 um, puts mm-hmm. all three of those in a very succinct line. And mm-hmm. 
it's interesting because our soul, mind, will, and emotions has to come under the truth of the spirit, yeah. right? So there's actually a hierarchy where our body ultimately is the servant to what the spirit is leading. So our physical actions um, should be the direct fruit from what our spirit is saying and what our yeah. spirit's receiving and what our spirit believes, right? And that should be <clears throat> impacting our, our soul. I was at yeah. a conference, I was doing a uh, uh, planning, strategic planning session this week with a local nonprofit. And, um, and there was in one of the members of the group was, she called herself a staunch behavioralist. And she felt very strongly that your behaviors led what you believed and how you believed. And, and as people of faith, we're like, well, actually, that's the, exactly the opposite, you know. Um, but it is interesting because we can try and make different things lead us. But yeah. we have to be led by the spirit. Let me hit some of these comments. Yeah. Are you good? So, um, Kim, yes. Hello from City Beach. Earliest swim day ever, June. Awesome. Yeah, it's gorgeous out. Dave, definitely chosen. Amen. Alex, gotta stay away from self-seeking. Great. He says, we can't boast and lie against the truth. James 3, 4. That's so true. We can't, right? That's self-seeking. Mm -hmm. I love you, Kim. Enjoy the beach. All right. Um, so, Mark, you're going to add on some stuff there. <clears throat> Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that, um, I've been on a bandwagon about, um, is, is being perspective. And I, I think it's because for months now I've been actually asking, you know, Lord, I want a higher perspective, you know, and I, mm -hmm. and, and it fits in with what I really have, I've done for years is, is to want to look at something from a different, a different perspective. Um, and I, I think um, that, you know, Bill Johnson talks about, you know, faith is not denying the facts. Uh, I've been around so-called super spiritual people who refuse to acknowledge the facts, thinking that makes them a very faith-filled person. Right. Um, yeah. My perspective on that, it doesn't. Yeah. I think it just makes you stupid no. um, because <laughs> that's what you communicate you communicate to people, you know, it's like we, 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 we're meant to be facilitators of taking people where they are to where they can be, not trying Correct. to create further division. That's right. Um, and so that when you, when you realize that these, fa these facts exist, you know, you deny them until the cows come home, but they still exist. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's what you will give, what you will give authority to. That's are you right. giving authority to the facts mm. or are you giving authority mm. to the truth? On, Jesus said, Jesus yeah. said, right, you shall know the facts and the facts shall set you free. No, that's mm. not what he said. He said, mm. you shall know the truth and the truth is what will bring you into freedom. Yep. So that, um, you know, when, when you have, when you have these things and it, and it's like, you know, I've said a number of occasions, the thing that's challenged me recently is, um, you know, you know, darkness doesn't exist. It's just the absence of light. Right. Now, the fact is it's dark. That's right. The, That's the fact right. is it's dark in a room, yeah. you know, where there's no yeah. light. There's no light getting in whatsoever. It's dark. Yeah. It's pitch black. That, that, that's a fact. 
the mm-hmm. the truth is it's it's not in its own right darkness it doesn't have a power to operate it's just the absence of light because mm-hmm. jesus because god when he established what said let there be light you are the light of the world we are light we are like we are the light of the world yeah and so so that when you convince people that darkness exists that darkness mm-hmm. in its own right is an mm-hmm. entity is a power is mm-hmm. a force to be reckoned with then what happens is that fear comes in and we remove ourselves from that because mm. this is too big but when we right. realize no right. no 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 yeah, the proper do. perspective the truth is that that darkness only exists because it's the absence of light so that when I walk into a place being the light of the world, mm-hmm. that darkness mm-hmm. goes and flees. It can't mm-hmm. stay. Yeah. You turn on the light of yeah. any room and watch if the darkness says, no, I resist you. Yeah. It doesn't. It goes. No. It's like it's, it's, it, because it, it doesn't exist in its own right. Light exists in its own right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so when you have that perspective, then you are looking from heaven towards earth which is where we're seated it's the same you can say the same with lack lack Mm -hmm. lack doesn't exist it's just the absence of abundance now people will fight me and and fight and say well look you know i can give you every sort of reason why it doesn't why it does you know it's like from from a medical from a medical point of view not that i'm hugely expert in it but you know, I I've been schooled by my wife in in. Hey, some of you know, areas. we know enough as as husbands to women who are in the medical profession. We know enough I to misdiagnose anything. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's 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 you know, we I've got I've got knowledge by osmosis. So yeah, totally. <laughs> just just being just being around it, I catch it. Uh-huh. Um, yep, but yep. but but the whole the whole medical focus is on on germ theory you know so it's mm. like it's 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 this germ this bug whatever else I just eliminate that and then it's all going to be fixed whereas functional medicine is coming from the basis of terrain theory so it's about what you do it's about the environment it's about all of those things which encompasses what are you eating the ger- yeah it's all of those those mm-hmm. things but you see terrain theory causes you to take responsibility for your actions right whereas germ theory is blaming somewhere else and so orphans live with blame and shame sons Mm -hmm. don't live with blame and shame they don't it doesn't stick to them they can't they don't stomach it they don't live in it because it's not about blame somebody else it's about taking responsibility it's about making a difference it's yeah. about not letting shame come anywhere near you. You can show me all your life, a son, a healthy son says, you can show mm-hmm. me all your life. It's not going to make any difference. I, right. it, I, I would warn you against it because it's going to actually hurt you more than it's going to be because it's going to deflect off me and it's going to hit you back. It's going to slap you in the face. You know, so, mm-hmm. it's, so it, that's, that's the place in which we're supposed to come because they tried it yep. with Jesus and it didn't work. Yep. Yep. Well, and of course, we know the classic passage of Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But this is interesting because the King James, the New King James and the NAS say, uh, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. 
right? There's no condemnation for those who, who don't walk in the flesh, but according to the spirit. And they cut out the do not walk according to the flesh and according to the spirit in the ESV and some of the newer revised versions. Um, mm -hmm. I always thought, I, I just think it's interesting that that's the piece that gets <clears throat> left out. Um, you know, there's this reality of walking in the spirit and living life according to the spirit, because you talked about partnership, right? Because mm -hmm. we talk about blame and shame that, that directly correlates from, I, I'm not being affirmed by my father. Yeah. Right. And because that's where the passion, that's where the passion translation picks it up and says, um, against those who are joined in life union with Jesus. Yes. Yep. That's great. Yep. Yep. So, you know, the, the experience of shame is almost always a, a, um, immediately cured with love and affirmation from, from a father. Mm -hmm. Like I love you anyways, you know? And I, I just, I, I think that, um, I think there's something to be said about sonship when in regards to this divine partnership that we're talking about, you, you talked about giving authority, right? Like we give authority to things and, and perhaps um, we are not intentionally giving um, the Lord the authority that he needs to have so that we are free from, mm. right? Any blame, any shame, you know, anything like that. Yep. Yep. Those are that are so, led by the, by the spirit of the sons of God. Yep. That's, that's good. I mean, that's why, um, you know, again, we use the, the term, the terms orphan, um, mm -hmm. or, you know, somebody who's got that orphan mindset, mm -hmm. um, which is a really interesting thing because when you trace it really back, it wasn't something that God imposed. It was something that man took hold of. Um, and because mankind saw Adam as the problem, then there became, and, and his response was to separate himself from God mm -hmm. um, because shame came on and all those sorts of things because mm -hmm. he was mm -hmm. partnering with the enemy. Um, so, so, so what happens is that out of an orphan mindset, it's, it's shame and blame are a part of that, but an orphan is trying to get something. Mm -hmm. An orphan is mm -hmm. trying to get um, yeah. identity trying to get acceptance trying to get something because he's he, that he or she has not experienced mm -hmm. it but a son son is not trying to get something a son, try, right. son is trying to give something son is right. trying to release something uh, a son a healthy son uh, somebody who understands uh, is trying to not trying to is well, operating and releasing and being being something so sons release answers so sons uh um uh answered focus whereas a, 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 an, an orphan is so off often pro problem focused you know, yeah that's where you get the negativity yeah. comes yeah. in yeah well you know when the the orphans are looking to find favor right they're yeah. looking to earn it right they're trying to figure out how do i get it Right. Yeah. They're, they're looking for um, the blessing of abundance. They're striving for it. They're working hard yeah. for it. You know, you yeah. talk about like this, this place of they're looking for things, right? They're in competition 
with yep. people, you know, all of that. Yep. But it is interesting because there's a deep satisfaction for the sun. That, yeah. Like the reason you can give is because you've been deeply satisfied from the father. Yeah. Right. Like, like there's a place where you go to be with Jesus because it's a pleasure, not because yeah. I have an agenda. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and that's that next place that I feel like um, the body's being drawn into in this season. I think we're trying to figure out Mark. I think really, honestly, we're trying to figure out how do I delight in the Lord how do I delight in him and do things yeah. both, right? Yeah. Because he's asking me to do something, but I, I'm only discovering my delight when I'm in a soaking session or when a great worship song comes on or because we're now we're back into spirit, soul, and body trying to figure these things out because we're experiencing him in the soul, right? We're having our souls responding, but we're not, we haven't been able to get maybe I, you know, I, I don't even know how to say it, but there's a place in the spirit that God wants to minister and have us minister to him in spirit that transcends what we're feeling in our soul. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, I, you know, I, um, there, there is, there, I think there's so much in this. Um, I, I know we've talked about this for and the church has talked about this for a lot of years, yeah. Particularly okay. coming out of in the renewal time, but yeah. um, uh, I, I think we're heading into another dimension of understanding, um, you know, um, who we are, and so therefore it becomes necessary to talk about the whole con, the place of orphan and what's because I've come to even realize that some of my which I thought were legitimate feelings and legitimate things. Right. Um, we thought were. We thought we thought was uh-huh. was quite okay to behave. You know, like for instance, becoming um, not not that happy with how other people were treated, and because they were treated a bit better than me. Um, you know, and um, and so therefore comparison, because you know, orphans are pretty big on comparison. Uh-huh. Often mindset yeah, at people. I've I've been there. Um, I do it. Uh, I do it less than I used to do it, but I still do it. You know, I compare myself, um, uh-huh. and it yeah. it's really is it's really so wrong. It's like comparing an apple with an orange, and and just saying, you know, why aren't you more orange? You know, you know, it's like it just doesn't. It it's 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 not it's not being satisfied with who God has made me to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. And so when I start to celebrate that, and and so it's not about taking authority over um, some of the things of an orphan. It's become it's embracing the things of sonship. This is what son looks like. This is what yep. you know. You know, perfect love casts out all fear. Yeah. Um, and and it's the perfect love that's casting out all the fear because you have become more and more aware of the love and experiencing the love of God, you've received it, you are taking hold of it, you are, you know, because whatever you focus upon, that's what you become. Yeah. As a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes. That's right. And so that's right. so what we what we what we have is this if if this is what I'm going after, 
if this is what I think about, this is what I enjoy, this is what I I I I I think about. What does perfect love look like? What does perfect love look like? It looks like this. It looks like this. It you know it's mm-hmm. and and the more that I'm uh, inviting that, living in that, the less that fear has an ability to be able to operate in my life. You know, and so therefore the facts which we started this, the facts become less of calling the shots. Yeah. yeah. I'm still aware of the facts. I'm still aware that they're there. I'm still there. They have to be attended to. But it's like a wisdom comes upon me because I begin to understand what I need to do with the facts. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and so what we're talking about is, is, is living a life in where we attend to the facts, but mm-hmm. we tend to the facts as Jesus would tend to them, or we tend to the facts that comes yeah. wisdom from on heaven on high of how yeah. we tend to the facts. So we don't live in denial. Mm-hmm. But we, live, we live out of wisdom, which is the correct application of knowledge, yeah. which is the correct application of the knowledge that comes from truth. Yeah, you know that's that's why the scripture says my people perish through lack of knowledge. Yeah, hmm. you know so so um you know when whatever you exalt, you will live under. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a depth of partnership, right? There's a depth of oh, partnership. Yeah. Absolutely, and. and you know, obviously the classic that you talked about and Alex mentions, right? Then, you know, delight yourself and his desires will become ours, right? And we walk in the spirit, yeah. we get to know him. And and it is that place where uh, the passion says, uh, find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh and he will give you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Right. And so there's this um, in Psalm 37, four and five, you know, and I think that giving God the right to direct our life and to trust him fully with that, there's a surrender that and and I keep coming back to surrender because I feel like that's um, underrated in the kingdom, right? Acknowledging our brokenness before the father's underrated, right? We don't spend enough time thinking, you know, dealing with those those areas of brokenness that we do need to deal with. Um, instead, we get become entitled sons that feel like because we have a title of son, we should just be fixed and good and do have everything yeah. dealt with and just be fine, right? Like I was yeah. talking about, I was talking to preaching Sunday about Isaiah 58. We're talking about fasting. I'm like, I've heard people say I don't need to fast because the bridegroom lives in me. And I said, no, actually, that's not biblical. <laughs> the New Testament church fasted like like there is a season where we seek the Lord. And I kind of made the point that the fasting that we see in the New Testament is directly around the establishment of government, of God's government. It was always to set apart people um, is when the only models that we see in the early church of fasting. And so I'm like, man, we will we would do very well to understand that God wants to establish some things and move some things, but we don't even know what they are yet because we're not, we're not diligently delighting ourselves in him. The end of uh, Isaiah 58, right? So this is right. Just opens with, this is not the fast that I've chosen. And then he goes through all the things, right? Restore, re- restore of the streets, repair of the breach, 
um, and, and all that kind of, you become all this stuff to all these people. If you fast well and do the work of ministry. And then he says, um, yeah, become selfless for a day on the Sabbath. And then he says, then you'll delight yourself in the Lord. Right. And I feel like there's, there's something really special about this season of learning how to delight ourselves in the Lord without it becoming performance. Right. It's that balance that we're trying to figure out. Yeah. One of the things is that, um, you know, talking about fasting, for instance, um, yeah, and it's interesting you should say that. Uh, fasting is is not popular teaching because it's talking about uh, taking uh, taking some authority over the things that we enjoy, like food. You yeah, know, um, yeah, the flesh, and, and 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 the flesh. the The reality is that there is a there is a stack of research um, and um, things from a health perspective mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that yep. that shows yep. how beneficial fasting is because you give your body some time out from the processes of working on, on food. Mm-hmm. Many people, you know, and I've been in this place where I've, I've, I've said stuff like this, I have a difficulty with fasting and a problem with fasting. You know, it, it shouldn't be called fasting because whenever you fast, it goes so slow. It should be called slowing. <laughs> um, yep, yep. You know, so I've I've said all of these things, but um, I'm I'm having to change my view on it because it's something that I'm having to do from a health point of view, um, and I've come to realize that actually my body does the best when it's had some fast time, mm. right? Um, that's mm-hmm. it, it because it physically does some things, but it does some things spiritually too. That when you actually put your flesh and your soul under the submission of your spirit, right, which is a choice, which is spiritual choice, it's like, okay, I, I am determining that my mm-hmm. appetites and so forth here will come, the facts yeah. will come under yeah. the truth. Yeah. Right, and so when when you when you put that into a place, and any, I would say this, because I've been here. Any person has a problem with fasting, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and, that's a and, great and word. The, and and you know, it's the same with any person that has a problem with giving, and particularly you're talking to tithe and whatever. If you can uh-huh. argue why it isn't for today or whatever else it is today, you have a problem. Because that's not the issue. Agree. Not the that's issue not the issue. It's no. not the issue. You're, you're making it yeah. an issue because, you know, and this is typically orphan thinking because an orphan has a, a love of law, mm-hmm. right? Right, it's let's fight about this. Let's look about what you not do. You know why you don't. Why every second word isn't Jesus or whatever else? Because you're not honoring Jesus. Because you're not talking about him enough. Right, that's the love of law. Right, it's not. It's not the law of love. Yeah. Right. So the law of love operates out of a place of love. We, We recognize that love covers over a multitude of sins. So you're not. You don't highlight what's wrong, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. that love is covering over it. You're, you're, you're interpreting 
things from a different perspective. You interpret it from God's perspective rather than from a perspective of lack or from looking at that particular way. So uh, I, I love food and I like to eat food, but I'm also focusing upon the fact of what happens when I go without a, a few hours, days, if I can do it, without mm-hmm. it, my body actually does better. Mm-hmm. My body actually is in a better place, in a better place. And so my battle is is really against putting things into in a, in a proper perspective. Right. Well, no, I, 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 I can't live with not eating food. You know, I, you know, it's like I could take a break from it, and I should do because my body gets a rest. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, yeah. like Dave's saying, like Dave Champion is saying, is the the purpose of fa- fasting, fasting is to give your body physically a rest, and uh-huh. it's to give you give you clearer focus. That's right. Where you yeah. where you can actually focus yeah. on on something and you go with something, yeah. Well, we did have six people watching until you talked about fasting and tithing, Mark, and then it went down to two. So I just <laughs> oh, it's always the case. Talk about food and money. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. That's great. Well, and and you know, it's always about the heart. Um, because if we're just stewards and it's all the Lord's, if my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and he tells me to withhold food for a season so that I can, I can encounter and experience more of him, why in the world would I stop the Holy Spirit from doing what he wants to do in his temple? And if I'm just a steward of finances and he says that I should be giving my first 10th always, we always bring the first 10th or whatever it is to the Lord if I'm not willing to do that, that's that's an issue, right? So, yeah. you know, always it, it comes down to I, it's not mine. Hmm. My body's yeah. not mine, right? I'm a steward yeah. of this temple, right? I'm a yeah. steward of my finances, and and we've got to yeah. lay hold of that. Like we are, we are so so ingrained to think that we're God. We're not. We're stewards. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, um, I think that one of, one of the things that you're you're wise if you have a look at what's calling the shots in, in, yeah. your, in your in your life. Yeah. If you if you're looking at, you know, I, I'm not doing something. Why aren't you doing that? Oh, it's because of the money. You know, it's like, uh, okay, well, if 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 food calls the shots, if food determines your you know when you shall eat and all of those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm 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 saying that both of those are vital part. But if you if you look at the fears that exist in the world today, they'll often have to do with money or or in relation to food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you if you can take that authority and remove the fear from that, that's yeah, why on. there's no such thing as lack. Um, it's just a, it's just an absence of abundance. And so, mm. if if we see, if we if if we truly are seated in heavenly places, as Ephesians tells us, if we've been raised up with Christ mm-hmm. and seated with Christ in heavenly places, mm-hmm. then we have to see our appetites and things from heavenly perspective. Yeah, you know, and we're not saying that they're not. They're not real. We're saying they're very real. They just need to be right. submitted 
They just yeah. need to be in a place where they operate out of your choice, out of your choosing, and not you uh, operating right. from their perspective. And that's what fasting does. That's what tithing, mm -hmm. giving does. It, it, it right. actually puts you in a place where you choose mm -hmm. to have that serve you rather than you serve it. Yeah. Um, and 100%. that's what the facts do too. 100%. We don't serve the facts. We serve the mm -hmm. truth. Yep. But it's not that we throw one out and say, oh, okay, well, the facts just don't exist, then I'm going to deny the facts because I'm going to be a faith person. No, you're just being stupid. You know, it's it's like, yep. I mean, yep. just say how it is. You know, it's like, well, no, and, and you know what it does? It requires faith. Okay, to get to another thing that we were talking about earlier today, it requires faith. I have to actually believe that God is going to meet me here financially. Mm. I have to believe that God is going to meet me in my physical hunger, that he's actually going to be able to sustain me when I yeah. get the shakes a little bit. Like, is God, God's going to be enough for me? Or no, 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 I, I better go eat because God, you know, I mean, sometimes... I get pretty bad headaches. I drink a fair amount of coffee, right? Like I'll get headaches. I'll have, you know, different things come up for me. Nothing wrong just, with coffee. I just got to ride it out a couple of days, you know, like whatever. But I, I, I'm just saying like it, it does require faith and endurance yeah. in order to go through that. And in fact, you so, know, Hebrews 11, 6 says without faith is it's impossible, impossible to, please to please God. And, and God. you were talking about some, some other elements of that that you thought were pretty powerful. Yeah, you know, I mean, faith, you know, we, we, what we're not talking about there, of course, is that pleasing God is not about getting his acceptance. But what, right. what that is, it's about coming into partnership in agreement. It actually says mm -hmm. to be agreeable, uh, fully agreeable with God. It's to do with power. It's to do with not being powerless. Um, it's about receiving the power. So it's you know, it's it's a little bit like we we'd often would talk about anointing. Um, you know, the vehicle is the gifting. You know, right. that's the vehicle. Yep. Um, yep. But that vehicle's going nowhere if there's no fuel in it. If there's no mm -hmm. if there's no anointing to attach to it. So you could be a son. You could be absolutely a totally a son of God, but you're not going anywhere if there's no power. That's mm -hmm. that is there's no there's no agreement. There's no there's a powerlessness that's in, in, in mm -hmm. your life. And that comes because you operate in faith, because therefore that's right. you, that's that right. faith generates that ability that comes from God to be able to operate um, in, in, in his ways. And I think that um, when, 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 we, when we realize um, that the kingdom, the plan of God is that the kingdom would come, yeah. The plan of God is that what happens already in heaven would happen on earth. There mm -hmm. needs to be people who who will see from heaven towards earth, who will see things from the place of the completed work of Christ, the, mm -hmm. the, the place mm -hmm. in which they will see from that perspective towards earth, towards you know, towards the things that that operate within within Earth, and that's why 
you know, the scripture time and time again will talk about, you know, to man this is impossible, yeah. to God it's possible. You That's know, if right. you have faith yeah. as small as a mustard seed, mm-hmm. you can, nothing will be impossible for you. That's that's why that partnership, that place in which we operate out of, so it makes a whole lot of difference where you're looking at something from. Yeah, it sure it? does. It sure does. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think Dave Crone says it well that there's no greater pleasure that you can give God than to believe Him. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like, oh man, you take Him at His word. The joy He has to show up for you because you took Him at His word. I mean, mm-hmm. the joy that I, I just think, you know, how how He's He is He is. There's this delight that he has in us as much as we get to have in him as we walk by faith. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yep. It's beautiful. It is. And, and so, so I think, you know, when we're summing it up, when we're finishing mm-hmm. um, today, yeah. we, we've been talking about um, a, an era, a new era um, that we um, are, are stepping into. We've come out of a wilderness. We're starting uh, now to take territory and it's like yeah. we, we have to change um, the way that we are are thinking. Uh, when Jesus began his ministry, he said, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Well repeated. Every most people know about that. We've said it time and time again, um, and we can often focus upon the fact is that he was saying, "You have to change the way that you see the kingdom." Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if he's what he's actually saying is that you have to actually the same, change the way how you see yourself mm-hmm. uh, because the only way that you're going to experience the kingdom is that you must be a son of God. Mm-hmm. And positionally, yes, you are a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and positionally, yes, you are uh, established as a son, but you have to actually change how you see, mm-hmm. how you operate as a son because otherwise you're not going to see the kingdom. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about today. It's 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 about highlighting some of the things that we've put up with, that we become familiar with, that um that and that's what revelation's about. You know, revelation um is not conviction. Revelation is about re- bringing to you, yeah, is bringing to you a people who are already sons of this is what this is more for you to step into. Mm-hmm. Right, people mix mm-hmm. up revelation with conviction, and they say, "Well, look, this is to convict you of you're doing wrong or whatever else it is." This is not about bringing to you something you're doing right. It's wrong. It's about bringing something that you're already doing right and saying, "Hey, there's more of for you to do," and mm-hmm. that's what that's mm-hmm. what we're doing today, and that's what we want to do on each of these calls is bring to people, "Hey, you're doing great things. You're doing wonderful things, yeah, but on. there's more. There's yeah. more for you to step into." Yeah, time to go beyond. Time to go beyond yeah. where we've been. And, time to go beyond. You know, and and there's I just encourage people to go beyond where they've been in their intimacy with the Lord before. And I don't know what yeah. that looks like half the time. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, what does that actually mean sometimes? I'm not even sure. I just know that there's more for me. And so yeah. we just say yes, you know, and we're gonna pursue the more of God and what he has for us. So I encourage you to go after that. Um, and go beyond where you've been, because where we're going is not where we've been. Uh, and I'm, I'm super excited about it. So 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks for another great time together. Thanks everybody for chipping Thank in. You. Uh, Thank Jeremy you. Jeremy with the LOL. I think he laughed out loud on tithing and money and no, on the um, uh, food money and Dave champion said, ouch. <laughs> uh, so, so good. And then uh, Alex, right. Says love that there's no lack of just an absence of abundance. That's mm -hmm. good. And then, of course, um, Dave Champion talking about the quiet place. Well, we appreciate everybody who's uh, coming on these calls. Um, continue to do that on these live streams. Um, again, mm -hmm. follow up, comment, go to insightnow.co if you want more information or you want to support um, what we're trying to build here financially. Um, and if you're interested in getting an appointment or getting some consulting or something, you can hit us up as well. I think we're game uh, for all that kind of stuff. So, all right, Mark, anything else? No, I think we've said it all. Um, just, you know, be in a place uh, where you are looking for what's the perspective shift that needs to take place. You know, how can I see things uh, from heaven's perspective to, towards earth? And that'll take you into the new. Yep. So good. I mean, all right. Well, with that, we will see everybody later. Have a good day. Yes. Yeah.